The following podcast may contain themes and references not suitable for young people and may also contain themes and references that might be offensive to some listeners. Be advised that no ill will has been intended in recording this episode and it has been done so purely for entertainment purposes. If you have any concerns or complaints about what is discussed in the following episode, please contact us. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to frock up, put on the sequence and say Guten Tag from Vienna as we bring you Australia's only Eurovision podcast, Eurovision, direct from the Eurovision capital of Australia, Hobart. Now, here's your host, Ben Novotova. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eurovision 2015, our final episode, well, at least for the actual Eurovision contest for 2015. We're here to wrap everything up from the 2015 Eurovision Song Contest from Vienna in Austria. Uh, the 60th anniversary, it has been run, it has been won. A lot to talk about, a lot to go over. And to speak to me about it, it is Azerbaijan's number one fan. And so much so, I'm going to introduce him first today rather than last. It's Jared Lubick. Jared, welcome back. Thank you. Um, it's good to be hip and happening in the in the Eurovision arena, being Azerbaijan and um, doing better than um, I deserve every single year. So I'm happy with that. Is it, is this your hour of the wolf? Do you feel this uh, final episode for 2015? I think my hour of the wolf was probably those 5 a.m. Uh, starts. <laughs> they sort of started to kill me after after when it got round to the third one. Oh, it was difficult getting up. Difficult getting up. Now, are you feeling a bit sad though, Jared? Uh, right now, Eurovision's over for another year. Is it kind of the hangover hitting you today? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, it's um, depressing to think that 365 days plus probably till it's uh, back again, so that sucks, but I mean in the meantime, Junior Eurovision coming up, which is never as good, and um, <laughs> what? Maybe this year I'll watch all the national finals and be on top of the song choices right from the get-go. Maybe, maybe. You've got the uh, sort of the eye calendar ready to go, counting down the, uh, the days till November when you, we go to Bulgaria for Junior Eurovision. Yep, exactly. Um, just seeing how much money I can save and potentially uh, see if I can do some deal with SBS to get some commentary going for it and they might fly me over and get me all the perks. Well, so far, Azerbaijan are yet to confirm their place there, um, Jared, so you better start um, petitioning the Azerbaijani Eurovision board to send a child over there. Yeah, they'll get into it. Last second, um, <laughs> you got to... Um, pull, pull the wool over people's eyes and, and not let them see your entry before it gets there. Well, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, speaking of keeping an eye on things, all the way direct from Snug, and I've actually seen both of his houses now, so I can give you a bit of dirt about uh, the conditions that he lives in in Snug. It's Noah Groves. Noah, welcome back. Was that a pun on the conditions when you said you keep dirt? Um, we live in dirt mounds or something <laughs> like that. Uh, I didn't say that. Very punny of you. I didn't um, say that. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. I feel like Austria being introduced last year. Um, 
So, <laughs> zero points to me. Oh, poor Austria. Actually, no, more poor Germany. I don't really feel sorry for Austria because they sucked, but, um, yeah. Yeah, poor Germany. Boo France. Boo, yeah, boo France. Boo Boggy. Um, we've got a lot to cover. Oh, boggy. Bloody boggy. Boggy. Um, lot to cover. Uh, we've got semi-finals and the final. We've got our predictions to go through, and uh, we can look ahead to next year. But um, let's start off with the obvious. Sweden, the home of Eurovision, I guess you would say. They're the winners. Uh, Mans Zimelo's Heroes, uh, one that many people predicted, including Noah. You were the only one that actually asked and predicted officially. <laughs> but um, I think we all had it in our top three. But... Uh, Worthy winner, Noah. Were you were you happy that Marnes won? Uh, I don't know about happy news. Uh, it's a bit boring if Sweden wins it, isn't it? Whatever. <laughs> you always win. It's like a sports team that never loses. But um, I think it was a worthy winner. I saw a lot of people complaining on my Facebook on really? Sunday night saying that it was a bad song. Um, That's a great song. Um, well, I've had it stuck in my head all today. It's stuck in my head right now. <laughs> sing it like a hummingbird. Great event. We are the heroes of our time. Yes, I think it was a worthy winner. I wasn't too sure about the stage. Like, I was expecting lots of dancers and all that. But um, it grew on me after the second watch. I think it was pretty nifty, all those balloon guys and stuff like that. So. It was interesting. I mean, it was sort of really took advantage of... Um, you know, Unusual. yeah, not not allowed, what are they not allowed to have more than five people on stage? So, uh, well, fuck you, Eurovision. Yeah, well, I'm going to put digital men on stage. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a new law next year um, <laughs> preventing digital uh, people in there. But I thought all round it was probably one of the best entries this year, and I'm fine with it. I get the point, so I'm happy. Very, very but. attractive uh, young gentleman. I feel like we need to talk about the attractiveness levels of men because uh, people accuse us of being sexist because we always talk about how sexy the women are. But uh, Marns, look, you know, he's a bit of a looker. I had uh, several of my friends on Facebook and Twitter going on about uh, how attractive he was and how they would have liked to take him to see an ABBA concert. So, um, you know, got a lot of votes for that, no doubt, as well. Great song. Speaking of ABBA concert, I was uh, watching an interview with uh, Belgian Bieber today. <laughs> And it was, what is one thing you were doing there And he said, oh, I didn't know the apple was in your Oh, my God. I <laughs> and we got beaten by him? Yes, We'll get to him. Uh, Jared, uh, Mr. Zimolo, uh, Heroes, it's, it's the reigning champion. Are you happy with that? Um... I'm okay with it. I think kind of the favourite, everybody naturally sort of has an inclination to root against it a little bit uh, just so things are exciting. But I will say that uh, I'm content. I think that the voting uh, went well in terms of it wasn't sort of a runaway right from the start. By the end, it became pretty obvious. But, I mean, we had Italy in the lead for a bit and then Russia was in the lead for, for a fair while and then sort of Sweden came back. So I think it was a good performance, a lot better than in the semi final. So, I mean, that's good to improve your performance in, what, two days? And I think, yeah, really clever. 
teaming up with Osram to get all the lighting and the um, <laughs> special effects going. Haven't mentioned Osram in a while, have we? <laughs> they definitely got their their money's worth there. I loved his performance when he won. Like he was he was very very happy that he won, and when he started singing it, he just couldn't contain himself. I love it when you see that that emotion. We, we didn't get any kind of like one liners from him though from Conchita. We didn't get like a we are invincible. Um, we just got him being happy. Um, I, I really wish that Sweden winners would thank ABBA. Like, thank you to ABBA! Um, but, I mean, does Sweden denounce ABBA because they don't want anything to do with Eurovision anymore, maybe? I, I don't know if there's inside dirt on that. But maybe we could ask Belgian Bieber Noah. He knows everything about ABBA. Well, screw ABBA. <laughs> we don't like ABBA? <laughs> Oh, that's so 1974. <laughs> oh, well, you know, you think of Sweden, you think this of Eurovision. This is the age of Hans or whatever his name <laughs> Well, uh, their win is their sixth overall. They're now only one behind Ireland. Johnny Logan's getting a bit nervous. Um, or Mull. But they're, but they're also moving ahead. They've, they've jumped out of that group of five, so they've broken free of France, Luxembourg, and the United Kingdom. I'm sorry, I just laugh every time I see that the United Kingdom have won it five times, considering the garbage they've put up in the last ten years. Um, but, yeah, so, so Sweden now... I mean, if you were to ask, I reckon, your casual fan on the street, who's won the most Eurovisions? Jared, I'm assuming most people would say Sweden. So, I mean, they're, they're, I think rightfully so they should win the most. So, give them a couple of years. Do you feel they'll be up there and overtake Ireland? Oh, I definitely. I, judging by the um, entries that Ireland has sent, and just <laughs> the Swedish national selection is just perfect to send a good act. To have um, other countries' juries voting in your national selection guarantees that other places already like your song before it gets to Eurovision. So I, they've just got everything down packed. They know what it takes to win, and yeah, give them a couple of years, and, and they'll be equal with Ireland, and then a couple more, and they'll be ahead. I think it's um, interesting too because generally we've sort of had a string in the two thousands that it's it's. I mean, we haven't seen any back to back winners. We haven't really seen any sort of multiple winners. We've we've gone a, a long period with having individual winners each year in terms of you know different countries. I mean, uh, Denmark. 2013, they only won it in 2000, and when Sweden won it in 2012, they'd won it in 1999. But of course, Sweden only won it three years ago um, with Lorene. So uh, Sweden have won two of the last four and three of the last 16. Then, if my maths are, are correct, there. So Noah, can can we see a Swedish dynasty now of Eurovision? Can they be the new Ireland of you know the 1990s Ireland? Can we have the Norteens Sweden take it over now? Well, based on this year's Irish entry and uh, Jedwood's past seven entries, it's probably not unrealistic. Um, I feel like, even though I hate the Big Five or the Big Ten or whatever it is nowadays, um, Sweden really should be one of them. Absolutely. There shouldn't be any at all. You should just, let's face it, probably five of those seven wouldn't have got through <laughs> if they were in the semi-finals. <laughs> Get rid of that aspect, I think. But yeah, I think they should be a part of the big, the big Sweden six. Yeah, I, I think I, it surprises me that Sweden's not part of that. Um, I mean, their track record, not just the wins. I mean, if you look at the last five Eurovisions, they have finished in the top three every single year except for 2013. Paul Robin Sturgenberg, Sturgenberg, uh, she only finished 14th. And back in 2010, poor Anna Bergendahl uh, didn't even make the final. Can you believe Sweden did not make the final? Um, but, yeah, so the last five years, third, first, 14th, third, and first. So next year they'll finish 14th. 
and uh, we'll see. I, I, I'm predicting it for back-to-back. Sweden just can put out a good track. I swear the UK need to just ship a bunch of people off to Sweden, kidnap a bunch of songwriters, and help them out. Like, don't go and get bloody Andrew Lloyd Webber to write a song. Like, you, I mean, how far is it from the UK to Sweden? No, you're in the UK. Could you, like, see Sweden from London? Yeah, well, uh, maybe we'll see next year. <laughs> Hello, my name is Hans. <laughs> I'm the UK, I'm Hello, my name is, um, uh, I'm from One Direction. <laughs> my, my name is Hans, and I come from Birmingham. <laughs> I, we are the heroes. I love a football, and, um, I'm a big fan of Prince Charles. Um, I like his tea <laughs> in the afternoon. Now you just sound like Borat. <laughs> <laughs> I like a tea, it's very nice. I like it to pee. <laughs> maybe, maybe Noah, you can find them like doing more Coles down, down prices of down ads. Like, <laughs> yes, get status quo for 2016. I wouldn't surprise you if they do. They'll probably try and put like the Beatles on next year. Ah, oh, Paul McCartney and Ringo and um, down, down, votes are down. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, good on Sweden. I'm, I'm, I'm one quarter Swedish, so um, you know. It's, there's a connection there for myself personally. Go the Swedes. So I'm very happy with that. Um, now, we'll kind of go over a bit of the, the semis and, and finals. Just sort of spread it around a little bit. Because, I mean, Sweden, um, they dominated the semifinals that they had to come through. Uh, they got 12 votes from no less than 14 of the countries. So 14 out of the 17 possible countries gave them maximum of 12 points in the semifinal. Um the only countries that did not give them 12 points were um, Italy. No, sorry, I've, I think I've misjudged that slightly. But uh, Italy, United Kingdom, Ireland, Lithuania, Azerbaijan, Montenegro, and obviously Sweden didn't give themselves 12 points. So that's that's actually uh, six. Didn't give them points, not three. Uh, like half. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, they got 14. Even Australia gave them 12. We gave them 12 in the final as well. And thank you, Sweden. They gave us 12. Um, so dominated semi-final two, which we predicted. Um, obviously runner-up Russia. Um, now Jared, you said that they were very close to pipping. It looked like there for a while that they they could win it. I thought actually, I I think after about twenty-five rounds, I tweeted, I called it, I said Russia's winning this. Um, but then they didn't ultimately. Uh, what we what were your thoughts on Russia, Jared? Did they exceed your expectations, and do you think they were a worthy runner-up? I think they were. I think it was um, listening to sort of the song beforehand. It didn't really uh, have that much kick, but she did. It was a great performance on stage. And I think you have to think part of second place is probably the political situation over there. But um, I think she did really well. Uh, I did uh, laugh a bit where I think she thought that she had it and she was crying. And even Conchita was sitting next to her. So like last year's winner sitting with who she thought was going to win this year. And then it sort of all changed around. So I think she was worthy of finishing in the um, second. Anywhere in the top five would have been good for Russia. Word, word of advice to future Eurovision contests, uh, contestants, if um, Conchita sits next to you, um, don't think you're winning. You're obviously going to lose. <laughs> Noah, Russia, what were your thoughts on Russia? I'm not sure if I even put them in my final predictions. Uh, like that one. That would have been a terrible winner, I think. You didn't, actually. But, Sorry to interrupt. You were the only person to say Russia would not make the final. Yeah, that was a mistake, but <laughs> partly because I couldn't remember what their song was, and I didn't really have time to listen. But 
uh, sorry to break the magic of the predictions, <laughs> but uh, I've kind of got it stuck in my head right now, so maybe it wasn't too bad. And she was a bit of a looker, so um, she was, was a good one. Well, actually, Russia's also similar, um, good track record, really, in the last uh, five, six, seven years. Um, Runner-up uh, this year and also in 2012. So the two years that Sweden won, Russia got beaten. <laughs> so Russia, I think, might be invading. Look out, uh, look out, Stockholm. You might be getting some Russian tanks invading you in the next um, couple of weeks. Um, of course, they won it back in 2008. Uh, with Dima Belan, but um, yeah, the last 10 or so years, uh, there's only been a couple of times they finished outside the top 10, so um, Russia, I mean, Jared, do you, you're obviously a Eurovision aficionado, it can be quite political, do you feel if, you know, Russia were a little bit, um, how can I put this, karma with their um, motives out there in um, foreign Less politics, thing, yes, do you, do you feel, Jared, that they, they could have actually pulled, you know, they could have been the Sweden of the last few years, a couple of these runner-up spots could have actually been a win? Yeah, potentially. I mean, even if, you, if you're looking just purely at televoting, they finished ahead of Sweden, who was sort of third in, in that aspect. So, I mean, maybe it's the jury members who are, who are feeling sort of a bit of prejudice, but I think, yeah, just a bit of a different political situation, and then potentially that's a couple more votes going their way, and people not so hesitant to vote for them. So I think that could, make, could have made the difference. Well, I'm not going to go through every single country here, by the way, folks. I don't think I'm going to go, oh, and third place was. Uh, I'll just do the top three, and then we'll go over a couple other ones so we can go through some of the snubs and everything else as we're here all night. Third place, Italy. Now, every single one of us uh, predicted they would win except for Noah. Um, in the end, third. In the end, third. I mean, Jared, was that surprising? Only third for Italy? Because the crowd really seemed to get involved in that song, and I thought, based on the crowd reaction and how it was all going, that they definitely were going to be in the top two. I think third was a bit surprising um, just because like it was such a great song to finish things off and the fact that it was drawn in the second half and then it got put as the last performance like that's kind of the ideal spot that I think you you want to be in your vision performing last right before the lines open and I think I mean it did fine it was first in the televoting results um, by a long way sort of um, nearly a hundred sort of points ahead if you were just basing it on how people voted but then the juries had it down in sort of sixth place so that let it down oh i think it, the performance could have been better with the staging but i think i mean the singing was fine and, and on point so i don't know i just need to bribe the juries a bit more i suppose <laughs> well dear old ice vovo got the highest ever score that an italian actor's ever gotten they got 292 points um, which, I mean, obviously voting has changed over the years, but uh, their nearest, uh, when they were runner-up four years ago with Raphael Gulazzi, Gulazzi um, quite significant, significantly um, in second place, 100-odd uh, points behind that. But, um, yeah, so uh, interesting there. Now, uh, Italy, um, did they exceed, surprise? What was your take on Italia? Um, yeah. I think not singing in English always hurts. I know some have won not in English, but I think it's a bad idea. Um, take a leaf out of Portugal's book. <laughs> singing English, I think. So I think that's maybe what pushed them down. But who knows what they were singing about. So, yeah. Um, I wasn't shocked that they didn't win. I didn't put them down as the winner. I just... 
wasn't getting a winner vibe from them, so I'm fine with third. The last time a non-English entry won. Can uh, Jared, you tell me that? Uh, Serbia in um, whatever year it was, 2007. Oh, good. Yeah, you got it. You got it there in the end, 2007. Now, now was that, uh, this probably sounds, she was like the Serbian, was she the, the, the gay Serbian singer? To Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, I remember her. That was a good song, actually. Um, it's interesting, actually, that we've, I mean, that's a fair, that's eight years since we've had a non-English um, song win and only twice in the 2000s um, my favourite Ukrainian Wild Dance back in 2004 um, some of that was in English though maybe it was sort of combined whatever I, I don't know I think it's not a coincidence I think it's a bad move not seeing yeah well it got third so you know if so you're thinking if Ice Vovo was in English they would have won well, maybe not this particular song. Pick me up a like, packet of Vice Volvo. Well, you've been singing. Well, it sounds like they're just going, oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> So maybe not this particular song, but just a general rule. Well, good on Italy. I mean, from 21st last year to 3rd this year, so a bit of an improvement there. Um, so I'm sure they'll be happy. And as, um, you know, Jared sort of alluded to, maybe they just need to bribe a few more people next year and they can... Um, <laughs> Get up there. Uh, we'll skip a few. I was going to talk about Australia. Fifth position for Guy. Um, at the end of the day, he got sixth by a televoting results. Fourth on jury votes. Um, got a couple of 12 votes from Sweden and Austria. Only a handful of countries didn't vote for Guy, and uh, we won't talk about them. Fuck you, Czech Republic. Um, Noah, guys, I mean, what did you think of his performance? And, and do you think he deserved fifth, higher, lower overall? Um, I think maybe the performance, I don't know what you guys think, it's maybe worse than I was expecting it to be, like, I'm not a fan of the song, but I knew it was still going to be a good one for it, but, I don't know, it just seemed to lack a bit, like, he wasn't really getting into it much, I don't think, and that part was lame, um, uh, I think, um, I'd put second or something in my ring. I was never going to put it first. I don't think it would have won just because it was Australia. But I think top five was a worthy spot. Um, and proves that we can compete in a com- uh, competition that also has Georgia and Azerbaijan. Right? So <laughs> I think it was fine. I love some of the tweets that were going out there saying that don't think Australia got the message you're not actually meant to send somebody good to compete. Um, that's the UK's motto, I think, generally. Um, <laughs> Jared, um, Guy in fifth? I think it's kind of the right spot. I do think the stage performance is a little bit lacking. I did not understand the street lights on rollers that they didn't do anything with. I was just kind of like, why are they there? Like, that's a bit weird. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, the performance... Could have been better. The singing was perfect, but we know you know that Guy Sebastian can sing live, so that wasn't a surprise. And, and apparently he was ill as well, but like you just couldn't even tell. So um, yeah, I think they should have brought some instruments in into the show. There should have been some brass there for sort of I don't know effect. He got into the dancing right at the end, but he needed more of that kind of weird leg shuffle slide thing throughout. Golden boy dance. Oh, I don't know if you could steal that, but... um, (laughs) Did you see, um, Ben, did you see Jules was in the green room when they were announcing it? No. 
like, um, well, they say green and it's just some white seats at the back of the room, but uh, when they were announcing it, Jules was there with us. Oh, well, I need to go back and watch it. Was, um, was Paula oh, there? She brought Paula Did along she? with oh. yeah, Paula was jumping on all the seats. I was going to say, pre, pre the show, she had to go and sit on every single yeah, she seat. She had to go and sit with Montenegro, <laughs> get up, sit with Georgia, get up, sit with Latvia. Hashtag bringing sexy back Oz reference. Um... Yeah, I, look, I have to say I loved it. And, yeah, I, I probably agree with both of you that I think stage performance was lacking a little bit. I was expecting a little bit more, but he brought it. He he was fantastic. And, um, well, probably not top three. Uh, I definitely think he should have beaten Belgium. Sorry, Belgium Bieber, but come on. So, I mean, Noah, you and I were watching the semifinals on, um, on Friday and we were sort of commenting that some people in the competition had gotten by on their looks and not necessarily their talent. And um, <laughs> not to take away from Belgian BB, he was very talented, but he also was quite a pretty boy. Well, but to take away from somebody else. <laughs> yes. Um, but... But I, I thought it was great, and the reaction was amazing. Like, I think in the semi-final when they interviewed him on stage, it didn't really seem like people cared too much about him, and then we kind of got ripped into a little bit by the BBC, but that's just England whinging, what's new? Um, but as soon as they announced Australia, that crowd went off. The Twitter reaction was pretty much universally positive, and um, also on Australia's universal appeal, when they crossed the Lee Lin Jin, fucking hell, that audience still exploded. <laughs> Jared, they loved Lee Lin. <laughs> What's not to love? <laughs> and of course, she, typical in front of the Opera House and the uh, Harbour Bridge. But anyway, no. I don't think Leland lived up to expectations. No, Leland Lee Lee was a little bit um, newsreadery and not enough feedy. Uh, maybe a bit too nervous, well, um, considering she couldn't even talk over the cheers. But <laughs> she seemed a bit like uh, ten points, da da, and in other news, uh, <laughs> and. How skinny is that woman? She, she's she's a very petite woman, uh, Lee Lin. But um, I yeah, I have to say that those massive cheers were not for Australia; they were for Lee Lin. Um, <laughs> she's got a, a huge following in uh, in Austria, Luxembourg. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about the um the, the representatives soon because they were fun in themselves as always. Um, but I mean, the success has already been shown in Europe. He's number two in Sweden on Island, on their charts. Apparently on iTunes, he's number one. Uh, he is uh, on iTunes. Oh, um, lucky. He, I think he's in the top ten in a few different countries in Europe on iTunes, and I think he's even made like number forty-two on the UK charts. So, uh, from what I've read, he's the highest charting um, song behind um, Sweden. So. Already, the, the vibe of guys taking over is great for his career. Absolutely massive. Now, the question I've got to ask, Jared, you kind of um, put a message out to us on the weekend that there is possibility that Australia could almost be considered now as a permanent entry for Eurovision. There's talks that this could happen. Do you think, Jared, that this should be the case? And, and you'd obviously welcome that if it happened. Yeah, I mean, I'm completely fine with it. I think um, there's multiple ways that they could sort of go about that. I don't think that we should necessarily get straight through the final every year. I think that's a bit of a slap in the face to sort of the other countries in Europe. Um, but, yeah, I think either put us kind of in it every year or otherwise hold some sort of separate wild card event with a couple of other countries that potentially want to be in it and then sort of we compete in that and the winner from that goes yeah, through um, to be in it. That's a great idea, actually, because I, I, I read an article. It might have actually been the article you sent me. Um, it was, actually. It's the only one I read. Um, but somebody suggested that 
I mean, there's a huge Eurovision following in places like Canada, um, and I think South Africa, and a few other these other non-European countries, and they suggested that maybe we could alternate it. China as well. They actually had, um, you know, commentators there for the first time there this year. Um, you know, alternate it maybe every five years, like this year it's Australia, next year will be Canada, China, you know, and then it, it sort of it rotates on a, on a four or five yearly basis. But I like that idea, Jared, actually. Hello, we are the flight of the Concord. <laughs> yeah, for Eurovision. Bad, bad meeting. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, no. What do you think? Should should we maybe now get a permanent spot? Would you like to see other wild card entries in the future? Uh, no, um, it was fun for a year, but do we forever um, for the rest of time have to listen to Europe and Australia? <laughs> like that got old after the first one. Um, so I think that would be a pain to listen to every year, wouldn't it? Right. That was annoying, and Australia. Oh, you're Australia. Uh, you're Australia Vision. <laughs> yeah, like, I did like when they crossed the Leland and they had the massive white. And now we're going all the way to Australia and they had the big white going across half the world. Um, I don't think it should happen. The wildcard thing is kind of interesting. I think that would be maybe more fun. But it seems like we're kind of stepping in on a party that we're not invited to. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. It was fun for a year. I feel the novelty would wear off. I feel that next year, if it happens, if they're like, yeah, Australia's back, and maybe a year after, like, all of a sudden, we would not um, do as well. And mm. I feel we would then maybe, like, I agree with you, Jared. I don't think we should automatically make the final if we get invited back. I think we should have to fight through the semi. Um, but Neither should the UK. Well, <laughs> fuck. Let's, they should go to, like, Asia Vision. Like, maybe they'd win that. Um, but yeah, no. Probably not. I, <laughs> Antarctica Vision, beaten by the Penguins. Um, yeah, but I, I feel the novelty would wear off. Beat. And we wouldn't do as well. Go now. Oh, I just said happy food. Oh, oh happy food. I, I'd love, I'd love to see other countries. I'd, I'd love to see Canada, like send, you know, Brian Adams, um, or Justin Bieber. <laughs> we wouldn't have to say Belgian Bieber. They'd just send Bieber. <laughs> Could you imagine Justin Bieber at Eurovision in Sweden next year? <laughs> is is Bieber big in the Ukraine? Um, I don't know. Um, I don't think he's very big. In, like, I don't... Most Canadians I know don't like talking about that he's actually from Canada, so I don't know if Canada would want to send him to represent themselves. So they could send Nickelback. Celine? <laughs> She's one. Well, it would be an epic return for Celine. <laughs> Why not? Um, you know, Switzerland would be a bit dirty. Like, hey, can we have her back? Oh, she's not going to win for them. <laughs> Switzerland was robbed. Country, no, we'll country of four votes this year. Didn't they only get four votes in the semi? Yeah, they were robbed, but we'll get to the snubs. But, yeah. uh, um, but, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it all goes. But um, it was great to see him. And, like, look, I, I actually grew a bit of respect for Guy Sebastian. I think he handled himself very well. Um, he seems like a very nice guy. Uh-huh, pardon the pun. Um, and a lot of people were, like, comparing him, saying he's a poor man, Bruno Mars. Well, hello, people. Guy Sebastian's been around about five, six years longer than Bruno Mars, so maybe Bruno Mars is a poor man, Guy Sebastian. Just, just I think calling next, it. next year they should send Marsha Hines and Mark Holden <laughs> as a jewel. <laughs> oh, God, no. Um, <laughs> Fatty Esther, come on. Woo, if Finlay can get in. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> just, um, you know, get start, start preparing your song and just you're dancing forward and back. Um, I want to hear a reworked backseat bogan. 
Um, <laughs> backseat Belgium. Backseat Belgium. <laughs> I, I, I get it. I get it. Um, all right, we'll go through some of the other ones. Um, let's just talk in general the final. Jared, um, who were like your biggest surprises of where they ended up finishing, you know, from whether or not you thought they finished way too high, way too low? Um, please talk a lot about Golden Boy as well, because we haven't really mentioned much about uh, Israel at the moment. Um, oh, what finished? I mean, for me, the, the biggest kind of snob was, was Spain finishing in 21st. I don't think it, the performance was... Um, as good as sort of I've heard her sing on sort of other live versions of the song, but I think 21 being like the, what, seventh worst country apparently in the final was, was a joke. I think it at least kind of deserved to be mid-teens. Um, she was good. Hmm. She was, actually. Slovenia, um, I don't know what happened to them. Even with me, kind of like I went off them by the end. Like that was a song that kind of in... The build-up to it was one of the favourites and everyone sort of thought that it was going to be doing really well and then I don't know if it was just the live performance but it just lost kind of all its gusto and then finished what in, in 14th and just was not really a contender at all there at the end. Did going first hurt them as well? Um, I don't think so because I think if you're in sort of the first half, you probably want to be first because then at least it's kind of, oh, they kicked it off and... I suppose you just hope that people don't tune in late and miss your performance. Um, but I think, yeah, if you're, if you're in the first half, then you want to be first or towards the middle, I'd say. Mm. Um, what else? Uh, what about, what about is- Austria and Germany? I, I, I mean, I want to hear you talk about Israel. Of course we do. But, mm. um, you know, zero null point for both Austria and Germany. What, what was that about? I don't know. That was a bit of a joke to me to think that both of... I think it was the first time in, in a while that two countries had finished with zero points and I think maybe the first time ever, apparently, that the host country didn't score a single point. Um, I think both of them should have been high, uh, in particular Germany. Um, yeah, at least kind of low, low 20s to finish 27. Like, both of them could have been bumped up three, four, five spots, I think, easily um, over something like uh, Hungary. In twentieth, which I mean, she's she's going to be over the moon about that, and and Armenia in sixteenth. I mean, what was that? Montenegro didn't they? I mean, they they snuck into the top ten, didn't they? No, fourteenth, thirteenth. Oh yeah, but he had the um hills hoist dance move, so I mean that got points. <laughs> I um look Austria's. We all bagged it. I mean Austria's was quite shit, but um. Yeah, Germ- I mean, Germany wasn't brilliant, but it definitely wasn't worth zero points. I mean, France got four fucking points, for fuck's sake. Like, the United Kingdom got five. I mean, the, the poor girl in the wheelchair only got ten. Like, I mean, Cyprus, we heard that about 18 times. And, like, yeah, like, I, I don't know how poor Anne could only get zero null point. It was, yeah. Noah, um, you're... Shocks. I was actually, no, sorry, before I go, no, I uh, didn't give you the opportunity to talk about Golden Boy. Sorry, Jared. Oh, Golden Boy was amazing. Uh, what else can you say? Seventh in the televote, eighth in the, the jury results. Um, ninth overall. Put them together top and that puts it into ninth. Um, it was good. Like the singing was actually good, which was a bit of a surprise. Um, I, I wasn't sure about the shoes. Oh, um, come on. I think he, if he was just going to go with the golden shoes, he should have gone sort of the whole way and accessorized. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see Nadav back yes. next year. Uh, golden girl. Bring back Nadav. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I, it was a shame that he didn't finish 
top three, so he at least could have been silver or bronze boy. But um, <laughs> I mean, it's so good that that finished in the top ten. Oh, I was so happy, and like watching that semi final when they they called him out last. Uh, I mean, he actually finished third in his semi. Um, but oh god, no! You you and I were shitting ourselves. Well, we thought he was going to make it. Yeah, this was uh, second chance all over again. <laughs> uh, some people won't get that reference. Hashtag Live Ross reference. I think it was by far the best one. Um, those shoes, I loved the shoes because they were so damn ridiculous. Um, and it was the only fun one of the entire thing. And imagine if next year we had Tel Aviv as the host. Um, he could show you. T- he could show you it. Yeah, like <laughs> that would be. Have it, they would be the king of fun. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, and I loved that. All right, three minutes is up. That was great. <laughs> okay, three minutes. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad it made the top 10, but that was by far the best of the whole year, wasn't it? Oh, that, hands down. Like, I had fireworks, the crowd was into it, the, the golden boy dancing, the selfie at the end. Like, yeah, it was great. What was not to love about it? Um,. What about everyone else, uh, Noah? Was there ones that you thought finished a little bit too high, a little bit too low? Um, I'll just go down the list here. Latvia at six. What the hell? Yes. <laughs> what? Like, seriously, what? Oh, she That's gave a good performance. No. Um, one of my favourites, Seven, uh, Alina and Skikilaster. A flat performance, wasn't it? Well, they didn't want to wake each other up, so... <laughs> I didn't want to wish. <laughs> Look, I just got it on a side note. Noah pulled off the fantasticest <laughs> remark ever. Um, Noah and I spent the night with each other on Thursday night. <laughs> uh, he stayed at my house, crashed at my house, and um, I'd asked him to wake me up by like ten o'clock because we had to. I had to take Noah back to Snug, and it was about ten thirty. I got up, so I opened my door, and I said, "Oh, you didn't wake me up by ten And Noah goes, "I didn't want to wake you up." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, Noah won the fun. weekend But anyway, sorry Noah <laughs> It was a Eurovision field weekend um, <laughs> Norway, that's another case of the where, What we were talking about How they get by on not their singing talent um, <laughs> Yes Morland is his name uh, Borland it should be <laughs> uh, Bajan I'm surprised uh, that didn't get higher yeah, I guess a tenth is alright. Um, that would have been top five. Uh, what's this? Thirteenth Montenegro. Like, I put it in my rankings in the final, I think, but thirteen, really? Yeah. Um, Slovenia, uh, as Jared said, that violin woman cracked me up so much. I've watched <laughs> that three times and still in stitches. She looked ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, the headphones don't do it for me, and she did it for the, me. The song, yeah, uh, that's another story. <laughs> the song doesn't come off as well as it did when we listened to it, like in the performance. Maybe the violin was too distracting, and that that dude playing drums on the piano. Yeah, what the fuck? The- like you're air drumming on a piano? You've got an air violinist, mate. Like, come on. Uh, Romania 15 was a bit of a shock. But the biggest shock, 16th Armenia. Mm. That should have been the last out of all 40. Very disappointing, it? Armenia. They, their performances lacked it. I didn't think they should have even made the final. That was terrible. Um, Lithuania, that's another case of what we were talking about, getting by on, not the singing time. Um, 
Boggy. Oh, God. Jared already got Spain. Cyprus, that should not have been in the final. Sick of hearing that song. The one thing he should have done was gone home, not been in the final. That was... Is that final word? No. The jury's ranked Cyprus ninth. Like, explain that to me. Jesus. They heard it enough on Euros Vision. That's why. They listened to Um, us. At... Number 24 in a very worthy position, <laughs> the United Kingdom. That was god awful. Not a bit too, like, not a bit high there. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I was willing to give it a chance. But it wasn't as bad as Ingle Dink, Wangpa Dink, or whatever you know. <laughs> was that not one of the worst performances they've ever had in the history of ever? And like, their personalities were um, <sighs> something to be desired. <laughs> Hello, we're Electroville. We absolutely love it. Oh, that ukulele segment. That was horrid. (laughs) If you're going to play the ukulele to your song, practice how to play it first (laughs) so you don't look like an idiot in front of the whole of Europe. It was a case of, let's light up our uniforms to distract how bad our song is. I feel like they just picked those two people that are, what? Uh, Oh, we can't see. Uh, I'll go Eurovision. A free trip to Austria, all right. Yeah, and maybe their brains. Uh, I don't want to get into that, but they don't seem like the two brightest people in the entire world. <laughs> um, France should have been last, and Austria. It wasn't that great, but it should have at least got some points. He lit a piano on fire. Yeah, like it wasn't. It had a better piano than Molly. She had like a dingy old uh, piano. Bring but, back yeah. Dustin. Uh, so a few a few shocks in there, but no ones I thought should have been particularly higher. Really. I was a little bit surprised that um, Monika from Poland only got twenty uh, third. Like not just because she's in a wheelchair. I'm not trying to imply that, but I actually thought her performance actually was quite good. Um, I didn't buy that. Greece, um, they were just shocked to make the final because they had to pay two nights extra accommodation. Um, so it stretched the budget a little bit. Um, fucking loved Georgia. Can I just say Nina Sublati is one of my favourite people in the world right now. Um, yeah. Gothic, Gothic Georgian. Um, and also, was she the magpie? She was the magpie, yes. Um, and I'm also become a big fan of Maria from uh, Iceland, even though she didn't make the final. But, um, oh, that was a good one. Yeah, she was... Um, I don't know. Ask the ask Richard Wilkins, um, who only put Golden Boy twenty fifth. Richard, you're dead to me. Uh, I thought you were his fan. I was, but not when you put Golden Boy twenty fifth. I was actually hashtag Jake Stone is gone. Oh yeah, Jake Stone jumped in. Where did where did Jake put Golden Boy? Golden Boy fourteen. I will see. Jake's a good bloke. Like. Our favourite juror <laughs> is Amanda Pellman because she put it eight. Oh Amanda, where, what did Danielle Spencer put it at? No. Oh, okay. Well, not bad, Mrs. Crow. Like the girls, they've got it going. <laughs> good on you. They they want to be shown Tel Aviv. So <laughs> um, now going through some of the semi finalists, uh, the ones that didn't make it. The losers. Let's go to the first semi final. <laughs> so Moldova, Belarus, Netherlands, Denmark, Macedonia, and Finland. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at Finland. Um, Finland only ended up with 13 points uh, at the end of it. I was shocked that that Belarus... I liked Belarus's song. Um, The other ones actually uh, didn't really surprise me. I think I was the only person to say that Denmark wouldn't make the final from memory. Um, Jared, uh, first semi-final, the six that didn't make it? Uh, Yeah, I think similar to you, the biggest shock was kind of Belarus. Um, Denmark, I didn't think it deserved to get through, but I just thought being Scandinavia, it stood a good shot. Um... 
And then, I mean, Finland could have gone either way and it went the way of um, not getting many points. I said Finland would be second in the semi-final and they ended up being last. So, um, I did well there. Um, Noah, the, the first semi, the Sixer didn't make it. Finland was wrong, shortly, And not just because they were disabled. That song uh, grows on me every time. I, I love that entry. They were so good. They were robbed. Um, that autumn leaves and whatever that was terrible um trinche she was pretty bad uh, belarus is that time that's that one the, the, i didn't even hear that's the one yeah yep that's it yeah. yep that's exactly it that, yeah that was robbed um we all and, said belarus would be in the final i will say that. yeah that was a good one yeah um Moldova, that was ridiculous those leather cops like, that was horrible <laughs> It was so bad. Yeah. Um, and poor Biana, she only just made it into it as well. She ninth. So maybe not as loved as we all thought it would be. Uh, semi-final two. Well, as we said, Sweden absolutely shattered in. Um, 217 points they ended up with. Uh, the seven that didn't make it in that one. Uh, let's go from the bottom, shall we? Switzerland only managed to get four points. Um, San Marino, Iceland, Portugal, they got fourth last, not last. Czech Republic, 33, they apparently had a National Day of Celebration um, to get 33 points. Um, Molly Sterling only got 35, playing with numbers, which didn't play with them enough because they didn't get her into the semi, and uh, to the final, sorry, and Malta, um, the, the bad warrior, um, <laughs> didn't make it. Noah, uh, those seven that didn't make it? Uh, this... This bunch is a lot worse than the other losing bunch. Um, that was awful. Were that they getting so... booed? Did they, we were trying to work this out because there were like something going on during their performance and you and I, I swear they were getting booed. That didn't sound like cheese. <laughs> they, they were terrible. That was so bad. Um, poor Molly. Uh, Amber Warrior. That was whatever. Iceland. I thought that was a, a lock. That mm. was a good one. And Switzerland. I, I said, I was watching this thinking it could be top five. Like it had the girls with drums, it had a costume change, it had a strong chorus. Um, Switzerland, probably the most robbed out of all of these countries. I thought that was for sure going to make it through. And I always love Portugal. <laughs> well, um, we will say with Switzerland that, as again, four po- they only got a point from Azerbaijan, Germany, so Norway, and Poland. They were the only countries that actually even gave it a point. I thought it was a lock. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it was It was interesting because it wasn't the worst. I, I mean, Czech Republic, I'm, I'm glad that they just didn't come dead last. So <laughs> Switzerland had... Girls with drums and electric sticks. How can you beat that? <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, golden shoes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, touche. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Port- so Czech Republic still have had that distinction now of never making the final. Um, Hope never die. <laughs> well, poor, poor Czech Republic. <laughs> I feel sorry. Very appropriate song, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Um <laughs> Try hard. I don't understand. You didn't. You think they're trying hard? Okay. I've just actually noticed the miscalculation here on my uh, our rankings. For some reason, I put here that Switzerland made it through, and that we all got a point for it. Where that is definitely not the case. So that actually, and I will say that my my mistake 
has actually changed the overall results of where we all finish. Oh! Ooh, but didn't you say that we all got a final? That we all got what, Noah? Didn't you say we all got a point for it? No, because uh, one of us said that Ooh. they wouldn't make the final, where the rest of us said it would. And just Ooh. going over the votes, yes, it's changed the result. Ho This is like Russia and Sweden. Controversy going on. Now, uh, I'll get to these predictions. I want to talk about the uh, representatives from the countries. Well, what we saw of them, uh, because the connections were pretty shit. Um, Noah, did you did you watch many of the... Did you see sort of the representatives? What did you think of all of them from each of the countries? Uh, they really need to figure out a new way of doing this set because it always goes bad. But this year is particularly bad. Like, all right, we'll come back to that country. We'll come back. We'll come back. We'll come back. Um, not overly great. A lot of awkward. The guy that sung "Happy Birthday" that was awkward. <laughs> um, and we had "Ding Dong." Fun. And I just love it when it's like. Thank you! And they all just pause for a second. <laughs> There's that awkward pause. And then the Charlie's Angels start saying, all right, give us your points, and then the other person starts giving the points, and they talk over them to yeah. each other. Um, and, of course, we mentioned how leading, not on the top of her game, but she did the job. She did, she did Australia proud. She, You know, she did what she had to do. She was tired. It was a... <laughs> um, I did love, got to point out, Russia. Um, 12 points Russia and everyone was like booed I actually thought it was kind of funny like good on you mate but yeah, yeah any other country would have got away with that <laughs> imagine if Australia did that hey Leland woo <laughs> but um yeah Jared the representatives uh they weren't as good as they normally were like usually that sometimes that's better than the contest itself just watching the votes come in because the people are more entertaining than some of the performances but this year it was a bit lackluster i mean the highlight was probably the lines dropping out and then we'll come back to you at the end and it just and kind the of crowd laughing every time it happened. <laughs> yeah every time yeah and it would just mount up sort of the number of countries that they'd have to uh come back to i did love the guy i don't know what country it was from in like the blue and, and yellow and red, like really loud <laughs> colours and just was hilarious. Um, I love seeing kind of like past contestants come back for their five minutes of fame. Like, remember me? I was on last who year. Was, was it the Finnish chick who was the one about, she sung about getting married and then... Yeah, she, that was Ding Dong. Was that Ding Dong, was it? Yeah, and then like nobody got the joke. She's like, mm. and guess what? I got married. And everyone was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> who are you? <laughs> Like, we're all expected to remember her. <laughs> oh, ding-dong. Oh, so funny. So, who's coming back next year, Boggy? <laughs> all right, uh, Boggy, give us your answer. She's probably going to be a repeat performer, so she won't be able to give us the votes. Can I, we should point out, Boggy um, listened to us, I feel, and she started a song this year. Yeah, Cut the intro. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I have to say, Sam Pang owned it when he, um, in the introducing it, he was like, if you want to get up and dance during Eurovision, you might want to wait till after Boggy's performed. <laughs> like, Sam, <laughs> Sam Pang did not like Boggy. <laughs> Neither do I. We, need, we should, special note to Julia and Sam, they were very much on their game again this year. And um, also the introduction videos. I mean, what Guy Sebastian was, what, on in Sydney, he opened the door and then he's carrying surfboards on trains in Austria. <laughs> My favourite was Golden Boy when he got greeted by this weird rabbit snow thing and got taken 
weird. I like, was it the Polish, the lady that was, like, taken by the creepy guy in the theatre who was, like, yeah, watching her was... get changed? That was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> like, can they explain what they mean? Like, and there was a skydiving one, wasn't there, and a, a bungee jumping mm. one, and... And the, um... Uh, I don't even know what you'd call like alpine skiing, like the ski jump, but just in like a simulated environment, so it looks stupid. I love the Russian ones that were just with the soldiers invading countries, and they just stopped to smile. Oh, hello, hello, and then they just kept going. Um, yes. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that joke fell flat. I'm like that chick who got married. Um, now we're going to go through some predictions uh, that we get. Now, if you didn't listen to our predictions episode, shame on you! You weren't one of the two that did listen to it. Uh, special shout out to Catherine. Catherine commenting on our uh, page saying that she downloaded a couple of songs and she hadn't downloaded Golden Boy, so I forced her to download it. So I'm glad that. And she- uh, what's his name? Tom? What? Tom. Yes, Tom. Hello, Tom. Yeah, that wanted us to put up the predictions. Um, well, we did, Tom, and now yeah, we're about to we go. We did it, Tom. Now, uh, what I'm going to do? I'm going to quickly go over the semis, and I'll because they went over them really quickly um, when <laughs> they did the votes. The, ho- the hoes this year just weren't very good at all. I think you did bottom like five, them. Bottom hoes from, from when I've been watching. No, I just want to point out. I was going to actually say that they they handled it very well. The dropouts, like I think they. Um, they were very, yeah, Alice, I like Miriam, and and we didn't mention Flying Conchita, Jared. Why didn't we mention Flying uh, Conchita at the start? Who knows? <laughs> she was a terrible player. Oh, I liked Conchita. She was so much better than the actual she host. The only right. funny thing about it was the Charlie's Angels things, and that came from Sam and Julia. So, I mean... They're getting jokes from other people, not not off their own merit. And I, and you I, already have those three. You don't need another he, she, in the mix. And I, <laughs> I did love, and also Conchita's two new songs. Go out and buy her album, folks. They were great. <laughs> I thought she was a terrible person. Oh, I love Conchita. It's a crime that she didn't perform at the Logie side. I know. She was there. What's the point of flying her out there to sit in a room and she's probably sitting there the whole fucking time going, who the hell is Scott Cam? Uh, she's probably, she, I think she's a home and away watcher, I reckon. <laughs> And she's apparently a fan of K-pop. I saw uh, SBS Pop Asia posted an interview with her saying that she loves Asian pop. So. Who isn't? Well, of course. I mean, SBS Pop Asia. We're going to start doing SBS Pop Asia Oz. Like. <laughs> It's fucking fantastic. Um, and uh, also, just at a quick side, speaking of Conchita, we were talking about this off-air, but um, SBS aired last week the 60 Years of Eurovision Party that they held earlier this year, hosted by Graham Norton. And who was the the lady? She was great, Jared. What was her name? Do you remember? I don't know her name. She hosted yeah. uh, in 2013 when it was in oh, Sweden. Yeah, she was great. But um, I loved their, I loved how much she kept ripping shit into Graham Norton about like, hey, Graham, what's it like being on stage and hosting for once? You wouldn't know what that feels like. <laughs> You're always up the uh, back. <laughs> I want UK to finally win because Graham Norton would be great. Oh, uh, Graham Norton was great. And like, you know, all things aside of him bagging, us, bagging out Australia. And I have to say, the BBC Eurovision Twitter feed, God, they've ripped some shit into us. Um, but, yeah, I, was, watch, I think it's on YouTube, the 60-year Eurovision anniversary, because, I mean, you can skip through all, like, the, you know, 1981 from Luxembourg winner and all that sort of stuff. But uh, at the end, when they get all the con- people on stage, you've got Lordy and Conchita Verse singing Waterloo. Uh, <laughs> so, if you've ever if you've ever dreamt of that combination, folks, check it out. <laughs> it's great. Uh, and Johnny Johnny Logan is there as well. So 
Anyway, uh, all right, prediction time. Oh. Now, these include Alex's as well. Alex sadly couldn't make it tonight. Hello, Alex. Uh, now, for the semi-final, what, we, what happens here, you get a point if you correctly predicted a finalist and you get a point if you correctly predicted they wouldn't make the finalist. This isn't based on positions. Uh, this is only purely based on whether they made the final or didn't. So I'm just going to quickly go over semi-final one. Uh, Alex correctly predict got eight points and correctly predicted six finalists. So he predicted that Albania, Armenia, Georgia, Hungary, Romania, and Russia would make the final. And he also correctly predicted that two countries in Finland and Netherlands would not. So he gets eight points. Uh, Noah, you get six points. <laughs> you correctly predicted five finalists, Romania, Serbia, Georgia, Estonia, and Belgium, and one non-finalist in Macedonia. Uh, Jared, you correctly predicted seven finalists and get ten points overall. You predicted Russia, Serbia, Greece, Georgia, Estonia, Belgium, and Albania and said that Moldova, Macedonia, and Finland would not make it through. I got 12 points. I correctly predicted oh, eight geez. finalists and that four wouldn't make it. I correctly predicted Albania, Belgium, Estonia, Georgia, Hungary, Romania, Russia, and Serbia, and I correctly predicted Macedonia, Moldova, Netherlands, and Denmark would not make it. So uh, 12 uh, to me, 10 to Jared, 8 to Alex and Noah, 6 on the first semi. Second semi, Noah, you get a little bit better. So, uh, congratulations. Uh, you got 13 points. You correctly predicted eight finalists. So, you predicted Azerbaijan, Cyprus, Israel, Lithuania, Montenegro, Norway, Slovenia, and Sweden would make it. Uh, and correctly uh, predicted that Portugal, San Marino, Malta, Czech Republic, and Iceland wouldn't. Uh, Jared, you also got 13. You also predicted eight finalists. Um, you predicted Sweden, Slovenia, Norway, Poland, Lithuania, Latvia, Israel, and Azerbaijan. Uh, I don't want to go over the ones you didn't predict. You can get that. I also got 13 with eight finalists. Um, Sweden, Slovenia, Norway, Poland, Latvia, Israel, Cyprus, and Azerbaijan. And Alex... Um, he got nine points after correctly predicting six finalists, uh, Sweden, Slovenia, Poland, Lithuania, Israel, and Azerbaijan. So, at the end of the semis, I was on 25, Alex was on 17, Jared was on 23, and Noah was on 19. So, on to the finals. I'm going to go, how, you want me to do this, like, hello, Hobart calling? <laughs> no, I'm just... <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, <laughs> shut up, Noah. <laughs> I've lost this anyway. Um, okay, so twenty uh, seventh was Austria. Um, I said France. Alex said France. Jared said France. Noah said France would be in twenty uh, seventh place. But the person who got closest for. Austria was Mr. Lubeck. You said Austria would be 22nd. So you get the point. I will say, you get a point for being the closest and two points if you get the position correctly. That's how this works. Uh, Germany were 26. Uh, none of us correctly predicted that. I won't go over who we put in 26 because we'll be here all day. Uh, the person who got closest to Germany was myself and Alex. We both said that Germany would be 22nd. So we get the point there. France, well, as I said, we all said that they would be uh, dead last. So we all get a point there because they were in uh, 25th place. And I just realised I hadn't added the points to all of us there, but that's not going to change the results. We all get a point 
there. Just means we get a bit different points in the end. Uh, United Kingdom. Uh, Electroville, but oh, can we forget about it already? Uh, they finished in 24th place, and the person who got the point there, Jared again. You said that'd be 23rd. Oh, Very close. Uh, Poland were in 23rd position, and the person who got the bacon, the points, mm, bacon, uh, was you again, Jared. You said they would be 25th. Uh, I'm good at predicting who will finish down the bottom because I'm used to being last. <laughs> like Russia right now. Uh, so, Cyprus came in next. The person who got a point there. Well, only two people said that they would make the final. That was me and you, Noah. And you got closer. You said they would be 24th. Yay. And, of course, they finished in 22nd. Uh, all right. So, in 21st position was Espanol, Spain. Some said they were robbed including um, uh, yourself, yes. Uh, the person, well, one person correctly predicted they would finish in 21st position, and that person isn't on the episode right now. Alex said that they would be in 21st. He gets two points for that. So, well done, Mr. Morella, Ella, A-A-A. Uh, dear old Boggy was next in uh, 20th position. And um, only two of us said she would make the final. That was me and Alex. Alex said she'd be in 26th. I said she'd be in 24th. So I get the point. Uh, Greece were next in 19th position. And uh, only one of us said that they would make the final. And that was you, Jared. And you obviously will get the point. Because you're the only person who said Greece would make the final. Jared. Jared. Definitely I was just thinking of the Australian votes for that one. You <laughs> I would, really you hope you're the Russia right uh, Okay, then. So, in 18th position was Lithuania. Again, somebody correctly predicted that they would finish in 18th position. And again, they're not on the podcast. Alex. Said Lithuania. <laughs> These two points are going to bump Sweet. him up. How you feel? How you feeling right now, Noah? <laughs> um, I'll be like Russia. <laughs> oh God, she cried a lot, didn't she? Did I not tell you last episode that I would be last? I had, I did tell you. I warned you. Albania was seventeenth. Another person correctly guessed that they would be in seventeenth, and they're on the podcast. His name is. Jared Lubeek, you said ah. that Albania would be in 17th. You get two points for that. Good job. Uh, our dear old Armenian friends uh, came in next in 17th position. And only one person said they would make the final, and that person was Alex Morella. He actually said they'd finish in fourth because he was the only person who said they'd make the final. He gets the point no matter what. So, oh. Gee, Noah, you and I haven't got a point in a while here, Noah. Um, <laughs> Romania came in 15th position and uh noah i'm happy to say you got the point you said they would be in 23rd but you got the closest because i said they would be second last and alex said they would be six and jared you said they wouldn't make the final um slovenia came in next and uh well we all thought they would finish quite high I said that... Uh, sorry, Jared, you said they'd be in fourth. Noah, you said they'd be fifth. I said they'd be ninth. But Alex said they would be 15th. So he was one off. Oh, oh. <laughs> Noah's Sweden. He's catching up. <laughs> Noah is getting quite nervous right now. Montenegro really. <laughs> were next. Um, and only one of us said they would make the final. Noah, do you know who it was? Is that me? It was you. You, you said that'd be second last, but it doesn't matter because <laughs> you're the only person who said they would make it. So congratulations. Yay. Azerbaijan, Jared's favourite, were next. 
Uh, one of us correctly predicted that they would finish in 12th position. It wasn't me. It wasn't Alex. It wasn't Jared. It was you, Noah. You get two points. Oh, come back. The comeback kid. Um, in 11th place was my new favourite country for singers, Georgia. Um, and one person got the point for that. They said they would be in seventh position, which was only four off it. And that was you, Noah! Uh, <laughs> I'm the Sweden. You're the Sweden! <laughs> You're doing well. All right. Serbia, Bojana, robbed. She should have been higher. Um, I said she'd be 21st. Noah, you said she'd be 6th. Of course, she was 10th, so you're closer so far. But um, Jared said she'd be 11th, so Jared gets Ooh. the point. Ooh. Golden Boy was next. I'm the Golden Boy. It's going to be my ringtone, I reckon. I'm going to change it. Um, <laughs> rightfully made the top 10. He finished in ninth position. One person correctly said he would be ninth. I said he'd be 10th. So robbed. Uh, Noah, you said he'd be ninth. So two points oh, yeah. coming back to you. Yay! Uh, Norway took up 8th position in Eurovision for this year. Uh, one person said they would be exactly in 8th place. It wasn't you, Jared. It wasn't Alex. It wasn't you either, Noah. It was me. I said they would be in 8th place, so I get... Cheetah. Yeah, cheetah. Yep, exactly. Uh, Estonia didn't want to wake you up, but they also wanted to give you points. Uh, Noah, you said they'd be 3rd. Because they finished 7th. Um, Jared, you said they'd be fifth, and I also said they'd be fifth. So Jared and I get a point each there. Latvia, Latvia, oh, Latvia. I'm not getting this one. We we're into the top six now. Only two of us said that Latvia would make the final. Me and Jared. I said they'd be thirteenth. Jared, you said they'd be seventh. So you get the point. Top five, Guy Sebastian, Australia. Uh, we all said he'd bait the final, funnily enough, because he was an automatic qualifier. Uh, <laughs> that's a stupid thing to say. Uh, Alex said he'd be 13th. I said he'd be second. Noah said he'd be second. And Jared, you said he'd be fifth. So we all get a point because we were all three places away from being correct. So, but wasn't he fifth? I said he was eighth. You, yeah, uh, eighth and second. So, yeah, three, uh, three point difference. Uh, Belgium Bieber. Was next in fourth position. I said he'd be eleventh. No, you said he would be thirteenth. Jared, you said he'd be ninth. Jared gets the point. Into the top three, Atalia. Uh, well, we all said he'd be the winner except for Noah. Uh, Noah, you said they'd be eighth. So, uh, given that Alex, myself, and Jared all said he'd be the winner, we're closer. We get the what points. Runner-up, Erasha. I said they'd be seventh. Alex said they'd be seventh. Jared said thirteenth. No, you said they didn't make the final. Ben and Alex, that is me and Alex, get the point. And the winner, Sweden. Well, we already know that Noah was going to get two points for it because he correctly said it. 12 points. Uh, Alex said they would be second. Jared said they'd be second. And I said they would be third. So... I think I know the winner. <laughs> in closing, on 27 points, Alex Morella. Oh, shock. I thought he was second. On 31 points, Noah Groves. Uh, I, I know this win. I did want to point out that this result, Jared, you and I were tied. We were equal first until I just changed this result before with the Switzerland fuck up. And that means that you win. You win on 36 points and I got 34 points. Jared, you won something! Wow, I'm in complete and utter <laughs> shock. Um, 
Especially since I was the only person who said that Switzerland wouldn't make make the final. I'm um, hello neutral. Nobody <laughs> likes them. They're just there. Um, Switzerland won it for you. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I should perform my winning song, but since I didn't have one, I probably won't do that. Um, Golden boy, Golden give boy. Give some predictions out that that will be right again next year, and and that will be Jared, sort of Jared, my just, repeat performance. Just so you don't get too ahead of yourself. Uh, at the time of recording tomorrow, we'll be reviewing the Amazing Race rankings. Um, <laughs> just saying. Ooh, Jared Byrne. <laughs> I had so much more pressure coming into this uh, than in the Amazing Race. People know that I don't know anything about that show. <laughs> well, it's interesting, actually. Um, I won the first semi-final. It was a three-way tie for the second semi-final. And, Jared, you won the final. You were only one point ahead. No, no, you got second in the final predictions. I got dead last. So that's where it cost me. Um, but, yeah, so... Well-deserved, Jared. Well done, Jared. You, you had Thank to you. win it. You are the Eurovision expert, so good job. That was a lot of fun, too, doing those predictions. We'll have to do so, those. Next year, the predictions will be in Emu Plains. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Who will be the representative from Emu Plains, uh, Jared? Lily Chin. <laughs> I think she's from Emu Plains, actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just get an emu and... and, and um, Aussie Ostrich. Add the voices in later. Yeah. Well, that's what they do with the um, some of the hosts. Um well, there you go. That is um, that is the Dustin. rankings, and that is Dustin. Uh, and that's Eurovision, Euros Vision for 2015. Well, at least until Junior Eurovision, um, which I don't actually literally think we're doing, um, or are we? Um, Only if Golden Boys. Yeah. See how desperate we are at the time. Well, Ireland are making their debut this year. Ooh. Um, and so far, Albania, Belarus, Bulgaria, Georgia, Ireland, Netherlands, Slovenia, and Sweden have um, confirmed their entries. That could be a bit of fun. Yeah, well, you know, as, as Jared kind of pointed out, the uh, the commentators generally are very nice on the kids because they're kids. So maybe we can... We'll probably get... like Yeah, we can be the opposite of that. <laughs> that little shit. <laughs> he doesn't do his homework. <laughs> Bad seeker. <laughs> Boo! Bring back Boggy! I just can't believe Australia's not in that. I know, right? Where's That's our invitation really for Junior Eurovision? We can send the voice kids. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Webster, she's still at like 12, isn't she? We'd have the women's voice kids. Google, okay. Israel with golden baby. Well, he practically was a baby. I mean, he was 16. I'm a golden yeah. baby. Wah, 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 wah. Um, <laughs> to everybody who listened, to both of you who listened to us, uh, thank you very much. This is a lot of fun doing this. Thank you, Europe. Uh, thank you, Europe. Uh, we are invincible. Actually, she's like Boris from GoldenEye. <laughs> I am invincible. Um, we didn't know how this was going to turn out. This was just a side project from um, Survivor Oz, available via iTunes and SurvivorOz.com. So uh, we had a lot of fun doing it, though. Noah, uh, thank you very much for uh, for joining us throughout your Oz vision. Uh, thank you. I can't say this was one of my favourite years because, as I said in episode one, I like the laughs in the competition and laughs weren't a plenty this year um except for uh uk but that was for a different reason um they sucked but thanks it's been a fun few weeks and eight or nine episodes so 
I've enjoyed myself, and uh, we are the heroes. And I just also want to point out, we beat the UK, so Eurovision Ashes are coming to Australia. <laughs> wasn't hard. It wasn't that wasn't. hard. I mean, we beat them on, like, one vote, didn't we? <laughs> like, Austria's <laughs> voting results beat the UK for us. So, thank you, Austria. <laughs> um, and, Jared, this is uh, something that I know you've very much enjoyed because you are Mr. Eurovision. So, uh, thank you very much for uh, for providing us with your expertise throughout uh, this season of Eurovision. Thank you. It's been fun. I look forward to um, Melody Festival in Oz next year um, and covering the Romanian national selection, the Macedonian national selection. I mean, this is just going to go off. The Moldovan cheating. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The Germany quitters. How would that guy be feeling? (laughs) (laughs) Like, he quit and then she's gotten zero points. So. Well, maybe it was the right decision. He got out of all the embarrassment. <laughs> he ha- he had some insider knowledge that they were going to get zero points and got out while he could. He knew that the uh, Austrian faithful would hurt the German uh, chances. May- maybe it was just, you know, Germany and Austria. Like, we know what's happened there in the past. So, don't want to... Still hashtag better than Bond. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. Exactly. Uh, thank you, everybody who tuned in throughout this season. Uh, in all seriousness, uh, we don't actually know when we'll be back. Uh, no doubt... Uh, um, well, in 2016. Uh, but look, we might do some random episodes. Are doing the worst of? The, the worst of Eurovision? Sure. Um, that would be... We'll, we'll, we'll just be a two hours of the last ten years of the UK's entries. So, I think we're yeah. set there. <laughs> stay, stay, stay in touch with us on Eurovision on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, interact with us. Uh, we're still around. Um, so, we'll, we'll put them out when we put them out. Uh, if you like my voice then, well, you're an idiot, but uh, you can listen to Survivor Oz, uh, also found via iTunes, SurvivorOz.com, and an exciting new podcast from the makers of Survivor Oz, Euros Vision Oz, Big Brother Oz, and The Amazing Race Oz, coming soon to a podcast service near you. If you're like Bond, James Bond, then you might want to um, listen to that. Uh, Noah, do you know what that's about? Uh no, what's James? I don't know. I've never heard of that. Um, I, I reckon it's got something to do with like um, Doctor Who or something like that. I think it's something to do with uh, living that time a lot of time. Oh God! And playing it again, the Cypress of James Bond. Um, thank you very much. We're going to close it out by listening to the winner of Eurovision for 2015, Mans Zomelo Heroes. We are the heroes of our time. Thank you for tuning in to Euros Vision. Good night to Europe! We'll sing it like a hummingbird, the greatest anthem ever heard. Now sing together. We are the heroes.